0: Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Tuesday, December 22nd, and this is your FT News Briefing. Global markets lost ground yesterday. Investors were rattled by a new strain of coronavirus in the UK. We'll take a look at what kind of impact the new strain will have on the public. Plus, Japanese investment group SoftBank sheds light on its plans for a blank check company. And Lululemon plans to stretch into overseas markets. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. The S&P 500 managed to end the day slightly down. The index spent most of Monday in the red following sharp drops in European markets. Investors there were rattled by fears over a new strain of coronavirus in parts of Britain. To find out how U.S. markets managed to largely shrug off those jitters, I reached out to the FT's U.S. markets reporter, Colby Smith.
1: So I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that we have a stimulus agreement in motion, which was uh, reached over the weekend. This is something that investors have been waiting uh, quite a long time for. So this $900 billion uh, agreement is a huge boost for markets and something that economists have been waiting quite a long while for, just given the slowdown in activity that that we have seen in recent weeks. But the stock market was lower for the day. And I think it just speaks a lot to the vast amount of uncertainty that remains out there about the outlook with the surge in COVID cases and some of the delays that we've seen on the vaccines front.
0: So, Colby, this stimulus package you're talking about, $900 billion, um, not small. It's still the second largest stimulus package the U.S. has ever produced, but it's still not as big as the $2.2 trillion stimulus package the U.S. approved back in the spring. Um, You know, because it's not as big as a lot of people might have hoped, what could that do to investor sentiment moving forward?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, in, a, in a way, this is a bit, Disappointing in terms of the size, but I think that people are just relieved to have some kind of bridge agreement in place at this time. Investor sentiment is definitely going to remain quite mixed over the next few months. And I think this speaks to a lot of the experience that European investors had yesterday. Essentially, um, you have this new strain of coronavirus. At the same time, you have this resurgence of lockdown measures. And uh, these types of pressures aren't going away anytime soon. And yet, the vaccine which is which is a bright light in many ways for investors, is not going to be widely distributed until probably the second half of of next year. So you're going to get see worse cases. You're going to see worse economic activity figures. You're going to see probably dicier markets as we kind of wait for this vaccine.
0: Colby Smith is the FT's U.S. markets reporter. Thank you, Colby. Thank you. So this new strain of coronavirus is going to ruin a lot of Christmas gatherings. Leaders in the UK and in the EU are imposing strict lockdowns, including travel bans. To find out how much of a threat this new strain is, I have Clive Cookson on the line. He's the FT science editor. Hey, Clive. Hi, Mark. Clive, how certain can we be that this strain of the virus is not more dangerous than previous versions that, that we knew about?
2: Well, it's more dangerous to society Because it's more infectious, it spreads more easily from one person to the other. The signs are that it's not more dangerous to the individual who's infected. We can't be sure about that because the thing about this strain is it's so new. Although it first arose in September, apparently, in Kent, it's only in the last few days that scientists have got to grips with what it might be like. They say that there's no evidence that it causes worse disease, but they will also admit it might. We just have to do a bit more research.
0: Okay, then why did the announcement from the UK prompt a rapid and dramatic response from other countries uh, hoping to stop the spread of the strain into their own populations?
2: Because it appears to be so much more infectious. There's still some uncertainty about this. The epidemiologists who model different strains of disease have compared this new B117 with the existing strain and say that B117 appears to be between 50 and 70% more transmissible than the others.
0: I see, I see. So, and speaking of fighting the disease, we have these vaccines out right now. Are they going to be effective against this new B117 strain?
2: The vaccinologists and virologists that I've spoken to are quite reassuring. They say that there's no evidence that the vaccines will not recognize and respond to the new variant, but they can't be sure. And at the same time, in labs around the world, in vaccine companies and public health laboratories, scientists are working with human cell cultures, infecting them with different virus strains, and seeing how they respond to vaccines. So far, they're optimistic because although there are a lot of mutations on this new strain, they think that the virus vaccines have a complete enough coverage to take it in. But we can't be sure yet. Mm. Clive,
0: there's been some suggestions that uh, this B one one seven variant was only detected in the UK because of the country's e- efficient genome testing regime, and that it may be widespread elsewhere. Is there any merit to to this theory?
2: Yes, I think there is. The UK does more testing of viral genomes than anywhere else. About half of the coronavirus genomes—that's the whole genetic code of the virus—have been analysed in the UK. And if you're looking for more mutations, you're more likely to find them. I think, from what I've heard, this variant probably did start in the UK, but I think it's fairly widespread now across continental Europe and probably worldwide.
0: Another more infectious strain has been found in South Africa. Could we see more of these types of mutations until the pandemic is over?
2: Yes, the South African variant, although it arose independently, it shares some of the mutations with the UK B117 strain and has some other ones, and it's lacking some. What it has in common is that it too appears to transmit more readily. What is sure is that there will be more mutations. All viruses mutate. With the numbers of cases around the world, many millions, they have masses of opportunities to change. So I am sure we'll find more mutations. Virologists say that in general, these mutations, thank God, make the virus less severe in its symptoms, but to transmit even more easily between people. And they think that looking a decade ahead, this coronavirus may be very common, but may be causing symptoms not much more severe than common colds, though no one knows.
0: Clive Cookson is the FT science editor. Thank you, Clive. Thank you, Mark. Japanese investment group, SoftBank, is joining the wave of companies launching SPACs, or special purpose acquisition companies. Also known as blank check companies, they're listed on exchanges with the goal of raising money to buy private companies. SoftBank hopes to raise a little more than $600 million with its SPAC. It says the plan is to acquire a company in the technology-enabled sector such as telecommunications, artificial intelligence, and software. And it could acquire a company that it's already invested in through its vision fund. This year, there have been more than 200 SPACs listed on U.S. exchanges, but they've been criticized for a lack of transparency and the costs associated with going public. The pandemic's stay-at-home culture means many people have traded in their suit and tie for sweatpants and slippers. That and all those online yoga classes have been good for Lululemon. The Vancouver based athletic wear company has become popular in North America for its upmarket leggings and other yoga fashions. The company's market capitalization has grown to $50 billion. And now the company has global ambitions. Right now, 14% of Lululemon's net revenues come from outside North America. Chief executive Calvin McDonald told the FT that he hopes to one day make that 50 50. McDonald says he wants to boost sales by targeting male consumers overseas, where the brand is considered more gender neutral. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news.
1: Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys. Good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation,
0: partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move.